Greetings from TG Geeks webcast where Ben and Keith, the two gay geeks, talk about all aspects of geekdom and nerdery. Sci-fi, comics, film, horror, genre, you name it, we talk about it. Find our episodes each week on TGGeeks.com. Visit our Facebook page, TG Geeks Webcast. On Google Plus and YouTube, look for us as Two Gay Geeks. You can tweet at TG Geeks and at the Two Gay Geeks. Or call our feedback line at 469-TG-Geeks. That is 469-844-3357. Happy listening. Peace. Cheers. I'm Void. And I'm Beach. And together, we're the geek to geek Podcast. Well, we make it. It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever. Hello, my name is Joe Hogan. Many of you know me as Epic Grays in various video games and social media. Welcome to episode 89 of Geektitude, a geek culture podcast that celebrates the inner geek in all of us. Today, I'm excited to be joined by Michelle Jensen from the Nerd Out app. How you doing, Michelle? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. I went back when I was doing the show notes for this and realized that we haven't had you on as an actual guest since episode 8, and I don't know how that happened. <laughs> that was a long time ago. That was wow. a really long time ago. I mean, you were on our nerd, uh, our NerdCon episode, and I think I got an interview with you at one of po- our... Pokey Oasis, I think, was the other one. Yeah, and I think we've seen each other on a couple of occasions outside of that. <laughs> but yeah. I don't, I don't understand how it's been 81 episodes since we've... Well, and I remember show. the Pokey Oasis one, I don't know if I had too much caffeine that day, but I remember watching it back because i think we did like a live video thing too with it too mm-hmm. and um i was like speaking a mile a minute i was like and this and that oh my god oh my god <laughs> and i was just like oh my god did i have a lot of caffeine that day or something like <laughs> well i remember see what, what the audience got from my pokemon or my poke oasis episode was you know a condensed of all the interviews that we had during the day but you me and kenny rotter were there all day and there got a point where Nobody knew was coming through, and <laughs> you had told everybody about your app, and I had interviewed everybody that was there, and so we just hung out. Yeah, no, I mean, it was great. I just remember being, like, surprised I was that, like, energetic, and, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know me, I'm, I'm usually, like, at the level I am speaking right now, mm-hmm. um, but in that, I just remember, like, looking like a it just seemed like I had like a ton of caffeine. Like I was just like, and this happened. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, Michelle, what did you have that day? Did you have a lot of sugar? <laughs> well, we're going to talk about um, all the, the new stuff coming out and going on with nerd out, but um, non nerd out stuff. What's been going on with you? Uh, well, I just got back from our guardians, of the galaxy brunch at downtown Disney um we since since i haven't talked to you in a while um we started a group called nerd out squad so basically that started because i had been going to a lot of these meetups and i'm sure convention goers know what the meetups are it's usually like a group of like they'll do like a marvel meetup and it'll be like a hundred people dressed in marvel cosplay and they take a picture and then you go your separate ways Mm-hmm. And I kind of got tired of that. I kind of was like, hey, there might be somebody in here like that could be my new best friend here. You know, we're in a group of all people that obviously love Marvel or, or whatever fandom it is. You know, there's mm-hmm. multiple ones. Um, and we're here for five seconds to take a photo and then we leave. Um, so I got really tired of that. And I was like, I would really love to just like sit down and chit chat with people, you know, like get, have a place to just actually connect with other people. So that's why we created that the nerd out squad. So today we were at downtown Disney and we had brunch. Um, and there was about, uh, I think 10 of us there. 
Nice. Um, yeah, and some of us, you know, like one girl was dressed up as Gamora. I did like a Groot thing. Um, uh, Emily, who is also there, who's my social media lady, she had like these really cool Groot le- leggings on. And we just chit-chatted, you know, Marvel stuff, but also just nerd stuff in general. And it was just really nice to like sit down and hang out with people, you know, and not be in a big rush to go anywhere and connect with others. Yeah, sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes you need a little bit of just kind of quiet geeking out with a small, intimate group of people. <laughs> yeah, because it, it gives you a little more one-on-one versus like, hey, nice to meet you. Uh, we stood together in this picture. Bye. Um, mm-hmm. I'm running to this panel now. See you later, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I really enjoy that because it gives gives you time to connect with others and actually, you know, possibly build a relationship that could turn into a friendship um as you know it continues to grow so i love that we're doing that yeah well it's nice that you're doing something outside of conventions just that that in of itself is nice because i mean we were both at comic-con and i didn't get to see you until saturday because we were both so busy yeah yeah no totally i mean it's it's like passing ships in the night at comic conventions Mm -hmm. um if you run into somebody great if not like it just you know it it doesn't always work out seeing your friends. Yeah. Uh, so it is nice to do something outside the convention that we actually had a um, Comic-Con brunch and I was kind of expecting, I didn't, I didn't know what to expect because I figured, you know, there's panels, there's all this other stuff going on. And I was like, worst comes to worst, I will have brunch by myself. I need to eat breakfast. Right. 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 So I was so surprised at actually the amount of people that showed up. I think we had over a dozen people. Um, part of which was, uh, the group black girl nerds came. They're actually really good friends of mine. Oh, nice. Uh, a group from women in comics collective showed up. Um, and just, you know, uh, this guy, John, that I met last year at Comic-Con, he showed up. Some of my friends from L.A. showed up. It was a really nice bunch, and everybody just was really chill and really nice to each other, and we're just chit-chatting about, you know, the new Spider-Man movie or the convention itself or whatever. And it was just, like, a nice hour or two to, like, sit down and, like, process, you know? <laughs> That's so cool. I was I was really bummed I missed that because it, sound, it sounded leading into it that was going to be cool, and it's nice to hear that it turned out as, as nicely as it did. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and like I said, I, w- I was not sure how many people were going to show up just because there was so much going on. But everybody actually told me they were like, it was so nice to just chill for mm-hmm. five seconds rather than running to a ca- running to a panel or running to a booth or running to you know this that or the other thing. It was nice to just like sit and breathe. You know, yeah, for two my, seconds. My friends and I talked about that a little bit while we were at the convention. We were talking about how much it had changed. From, because we've been going for a really long time. And so it was kind of like when we were in our, you know, mid and early twenties, sure, we'll wait in line forever for something. But now we're like, eh, I'd rather go get lunch and a drink. <laughs> you know, we had yeah. no problem. You know, you, you, you make better choices, I think, or at least more concrete choices when you get a little older and you've been doing it as long as we have. Well, my thing is like, I'm probably not, I'm not going to wait all night for a Hall H panel. It's just not who I am. I know some people love that and mm-hmm. you're absolutely allowed to, but that's just not who I am. Um, I would rather spend that time with my friends. I, I knew people that came out from London, New York, Texas, um, all different, you know, places on the, the world, you know, to come to Comic-Con. I'd rather see my friends, like, yeah, and yeah. hang out, you know. And, <laughs> and I went to some exhibits with friends and stuff like that, too. And I went to some panels with friends and whatnot. And that's great. But I'm not going to be the person that just sleeps out there all night. So I'd rather have the experience of bonding with people. That's what yeah. it's for. That's what it's for me is what I get out of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, awesome. Well, what else? What else have you been up to? Um, gosh, I've been just working on a lot of nerd out stuff. Uh, we put out our new top five events guide today, um, which is a biweekly newsletter that has the top five events in 10 locations currently. Um, that we have a, the calendar that has more locations, but it's the top five for 10 locations, um, right now. And we do things like discounts and giveaways. Like we have two giveaways going on right now. Um, actually three giveaways, one for Marvel, one for, um, Washington Con, which is a gaming convention in Washington, DC, and then one for a Dragon Con event at the Georgia Aquarium. So, uh, that went out today. So I was working on that this weekend. Um, and then I'm working on some other nerd out stuff, just, you know, filling the calendar and whatnot. That's cool. You, you put in so much time. <laughs> 
Lots of time. Uh, lots of time. Lots of time. Well, very cool. We're gonna we're gonna move on to just some of our our weekly geekery stuff. Um, I uh, this is your, this is the first podcast I've done since uh, I left for Comic Con. <laughs> the the last episode, the last four episodes were pre recorded before Comic Con. So um, as far as all that, we did Comic Con. Got to see you there. Got to hang out. That was a lot of fun. And then three weeks in Europe, and that was amazing. I know. Absolutely. I was super jealous watching all your pictures. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I know that London is one of your absolute favorite places in the world. Absolutely. It is my number one favorite place in the world. And, um, and we had an absolute wonderful time there, and we will definitely be going back because there's no way you can see London in a week. Like, there's just no way. No, and, and I've been, oh God, um, three times now, and I still feel like there's stuff that I haven't seen. Like this mm-hmm. last time, I went two years ago, and it was, I want to say the 500th anniversary, but I might be wrong, of Hampton Court Palace, which is where it's famous for being Henry VIII's home, um, also several other people, people's homes, but it's famous for Henry VIII mostly. And I finally got to see that after visiting for, you know, this is my third time and I finally got to see it. So there's definitely, yeah, you can't cover it in a week. No, there's no way. And part of the problem was, is we were so jet lagged when we got there. We had like all this stuff. My husband had all this scheduled stuff to go to. And, you know, we'd wake up about three hours later than we had planned. And we'd look at each other and we're like, all right, what's the absolute biggest thing we have to get to today? All right, maybe we'll do that. <laughs> um, we did oh, yeah. get to see we did, did get to see Raven from the the girls uh, Girls Gone Wild podcast, and that was really awesome to finally meet uh, her in person. And um, I got to see the Royal Shakespeare Company do the Tempest, which was amazing. Uh, Told my family, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my family fell asleep, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> Was it jet lag though? It wasn't because it was bad. <laughs> no, it wasn't because it was bad. It was because they're just not connoisseurs of Shakespeare, and um, and and I think you know we'd been going for quite a bit that day, so it was you know we were definitely all tired. But you know that kind of stuff wakes me up. Where if you're not if you're not into Shakespeare, even if it's good Shakespeare, I can see kind of drifting off. Got you. Yeah. No. Last time I um stupidly planned a uh. A, for tickets at the Globe Theater the night I arrived in London. And mm. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll take like an hour to nap. And that totally screwed me up. And I wound up missing. I had tickets for the Shard, and then I was supposed to go to the Globe because they're kind of like in the general vicinity of each other. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to be so smart. Like, I know, you know, where this stuff is. I've been there before. I can get there real quick, whatever. Um, yeah, that nap really screwed me up. <laughs> <laughs> so I wound up missing my the shard, but I I wind up making it to the globe, and I feel like I saw as you like it, but I might be wrong. Um, and it was amazing, but I had that thing where like I was holding my head up because I was just so jet lagged, and it right. was amazing, but my body was just like, "What are you doing?" Right. But my head was like, "You stay awake. This is really great. Just stay awake." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one of the top things was to see the Globe Theater and do the tour because we mm-hmm. could like we looked at what tickets were available and I was like we waited too late, these tickets aren't going to be good, so let's just go see the tour. Well, we got there like a half hour after they stopped giving tours and I was like, oh, so we've got pictures from the outside. No. <laughs> and I was like, well that that will be the number one thing that we have to do the next time we go back, but we definitely will be going back. Yeah, and the the cool thing about the Globe is, I mean, I'm sure you've known, know, and probably some of your listeners know, like, when you go to Broadway, it's going to cost you, like, $100 minimum, probably, for a ticket. Mm-hmm. At the Globe, I think it, like, translated to, like, maybe, like, $9 or something like that. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was so surprised at how accessible the, um, just any art, theater, the, the museums, everything was so inexpensive. Yeah. And, and I mean, I mean, the, especially with the, the difference in in conversion values. Um, London is not an inexpensive place to be, but their theater and their their museums and their art is so much more reasonable than it is here. 
Yeah. And, and the great thing is I went a couple of times when I was still a student and they actually have student discounts there. Mm -hmm. Like in America, student discounts like are like you find it like maybe once in a while Mm -hmm. there. It's very prevalent. It's very like they embrace giving students the opportunity to learn through things like the arts, uh, which is fantastic. But yeah, I remember like, uh, cause the first time I went to the globe, I think I went with my aunt. It's like four or five years ago now. Um, and I was like, the tickets are like $9. We can't not go. <laughs> Cause she was like, Oh, how much is this going to be? Thinking, you know, that's like a Broadway theater ticket. Um, where it'd be at least $200 for the two of us, if not more money. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. It's like nine bucks. Like, <laughs> like even if we're there for like half of it, it's worth it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Obviously, we we stayed the whole time, but you know, it was worth it. Yeah, and the other the big thing that we had not trouble with, but it was just kind of annoying, and and there's a nerdy reason for this that's kind of sad. Um, we were trying to figure out before we left what we were going to do about our cell phone coverage, because there's really no, at least on Verizon, no good international travel plans, or at least none that we could find. And so, what we decided to do was the ten dollars a day, but that's per device. So my husband and I were like, okay, um, we're, we're going to just switch off. So you do a day and then I'll do a day. So that way we're only spending $10 a day and not $20 a day. And there were a couple of days in there that we cheated because we wanted to get on social media. But, um, the, uh, the first day I was like, okay, well we're here. It's Monday. We're going to meet Raven. Um, so I'll, I'll take the data today. And as we're walking around London, my, my husband turns over to me and he says, are you playing Pokemon Go? We're walking through a city you've never been before and you're playing Pokemon Go instead of looking at the sites. And I'm like, I'm looking at the sites, but shame on need, you, Joe. I need to catch my Mr. <laughs> Mime. And I was lucky because, you know, if, I don't know if you know Pokemon Go at all, but Mr. Mime, you can only get in Europe. Like there's certain Pokemon you can only get in certain places in the world. Mm-hmm. And literally within five blocks of me starting up my Pokemon Go, I got my, my Mr. Mime. <laughs> I caught him, and we were good for the rest of the trip. See, you're and you're talking to the person who, like, literally, like, any time in Los Angeles has her headphones in, zoning out. But when I'm in London, no headphones in, looking everywhere. I, like, don't even want to get on the tube because I'm, like, I'd rather walk there in case I stumble on some amazing thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm, I was definitely your husband in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> I was good, but I was like, it was like, this is the only chance I'm going to have for years. God only knows if Pokemon Go will even be a thing when I get back. I'm like, I'm catching the Mr. Mime. So, but that worked. I hear you, but I'm, I'm totally that person that like <laughs> needs to look around. <laughs> I mean, it is my favorite city. I have to intake it all while I'm there. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So it was fun. And then we moved on. We took a, a two week cruise to um, Scotland, Iceland, and Norway. Uh, we have determined that we are going to be a lot more diligent in watching what excursions my husband picks because he picked very nice excursions, but they were pretty much all to go see waterfalls. So <laughs> everything was like long hike to waterfall, long coach ride to waterfall, um, you know, walk through the streets and find a waterfall. <laughs> the one time we didn't go to a waterfall, it rained, so the steps were waterfalls. It was just waterfalls for a good portion of the trip. Oh my. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I have travel OCD, as I call it, where I literally have like a travel guide that I make myself of places I want to visit, where they are, how much it costs, how to get there. Um, I'll go pay with like a 17 page manual with me mm-hmm. and then like a Google map that shows me where they're all located within each other so that if I, if I finish early at some place, I know what the closest thing is. Nice. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, that, that's me 110% of the way. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're, I, I, now that I've, I haven't been out of the country all that many times and I know my, my husband had, so I, I kind of let him take the lead, but now that I've done a trip to Europe. I'm like, I kind of know what I like and what I want. And I think I have a little bit more input the next time we do it just to say, all right, I, I definitely want to hit these things. And we, we kind of decided it would have been better if we had done like, like nature day, city day, nature day, city day, and instead of nature mm-hmm. day, nature day, nature day. Um, just because in Iceland, it's a lot of fields. Same thing with Scotland, lots of yeah. fields, lots of farmland, lots of sheep. Um, 
but then we did like Bergen in Norway and that was phenomenal because we we're just walking around. Like that's, I think what I like. I just kind of like experiencing the city. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, when we were in Bergen, we had probably the best meal we have, we had on our trip. There was this little restaurant. Um, let's see. Matt, do you remember what the restaurant was called? Which restaurant? The one in Norway. Bear Vestrant. Bear Vestrant. Bestland. It apparently means bestland? Westland. Oh, Westland. Okay. <laughs> My cousin's Norwegian. I can ask her. <laughs> anyway, it was this really cool place in Bergen. It was basically hipster Viking. Like, it was all locally sourced, and you go in, and it's got these, like, long tables and, um, and like, skulls with antlers on them all over the place, but everything's, like, modern and, like, clean lines, and the food was absolutely phenomenal, and it was all this, like, traditional Viking fare. It was, like, amazing, and the beer was great, and it was phenomenal. I don't doubt it. I, I always see those videos about, like, Sweden and Norway and stuff where, like, there's no homeless animals because they, do, you know, like, they all adopt them and all these, like, lovely things they do for, like, the environment and humanity. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this just sounds so lovely. It's like utopia. <laughs> yeah, we we saw these two, like, talking about stray animals, we saw these two cats just walking around and we're like, they're obviously owned by somebody because they're too healthy to be strays. But they're just, like, walking around in the street and chilling, coming up to people. It was... Like, I definitely see why people love that area of the world because it is beautiful. The, the, like, it was, it wasn't too cold, but it wasn't hot. Although the humidity did, did kill us, especially in London. We were like, oh my God, I, like, where's our desert heat? <laughs> because it's oh, not, yeah. not anywhere near as warm, but oh my God, the humidity. Yeah, I remember the first time I went to London, I got a sunburn, and people were like, how do you achieve that? You're in London. Isn't it supposed to be rainy and cold all the time? And I was like, I don't know. I guess I went the one week it's not. <laughs> like, like, every time I go, it's, like, sunny. I think it rained once. I, yeah, it rained once when I was there a couple of years ago because it rained at the Tower of London, and I was actually happy about it because mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I get to see what it looks like now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got caught in the rain once or twice, but it wasn't so bad, and, and my husband loves walking in the rain, so he was like, okay, you stand here, I'm going to run, in the water, run around in the rain for five minutes. Oh, I'm totally like that, too. My aunt was like under an umbrella at Tower of London, and I was like, I don't mind. <laughs> we, it got really bad. That It did get really bad in Bergen. We ended up buying umbrellas because we're like, it was a little bit much for us. We weren't We weren't enjoying it as much in the rain, but once we got the umbrellas, we were fine. Yeah. So that's it. That's been basically been my month. We came back. We came back to crazy. Um, this is not my political podcast, so I won't get into my opinions on what's going on in the world right now. But uh, since apparently it's something you have to do at this point, I'm going to declare that I am not a Nazi, nor do I support them. And uh, so that's out there. Um, what? You're not? <laughs> I know. Surprising, huh? <laughs> <sighs> like that that's probably what I've done this week the most of is watch social media and cringed. I've been avoiding Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> it it's it's a it's a sad and a scary place. I I have chosen to embrace uh good things in life this week to help uh with the sadness. Yeah. Yeah. Things like brunch. Good brunch. Things. Brunches are good. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's been what uh, what we have been working on for like a month. And we, we did see Defenders, but we're doing a whole episode on Defenders next week. So I'm, I'm halfway through Defenders. I haven't finished it yet. I was bummed. I didn't realize it was only eight episodes. I thought it was going to be the regular 12. Oh, yeah. No. I don't know why they did that. Well, I, I always complain that that a lot of shows do too many episodes and then you get filler episodes, which nobody likes. So I mean, if they had an eight episode story, I'll take the eight episode story, but I was kind of bummed. I was like 13, but that's cool. It's cool. So we're going to probably, I think the plan is, and we'll talk about this later, but um, Rob from the comic box, who's also on the geek to geek network, uh, will be covering the last four episodes, but he'll come on this, this show next week. And we'll talk about the first four. So we figure we'd awesome. do a crossover for the crossover. Sounds like a solid idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Did you, did any, any other geeky stuff you did this week that you want to throw out there? 
oh, what did I do this week? I feel like my weeks are always like, I, like I can't even keep up with my own self. Um, Friday, I went to a boss lady's party. I don't, I don't know if that's really geeky, though, but um, I thought it was pretty cool to go to a party with a bunch of female entrepreneurs. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I feel like I did some other stuff this week, and I can't remember. I've been really obsessed with this Harry Potter Battle of Hogwarts game, and I had my friends over and we played that on last Sunday. Um, oh, what's that? It's a cooperative board game with cards, though. So there's seven sets of cards to reflect the seven books. So if you're a big fan, you'll, like, get it. Because, like, in the third set, you get Sirius Black because he was inv- introduced in the third book, mm-hmm. for example. Um, but, yeah, it's cooperative. Like, And there's four characters. You can be either uh, Harry, Ron, Hermione, or Neville. And you have to defeat the Death Eaters. And it's a lot of fun. I have not beat the game yet um, because my friends have not gotten – we haven't gotten through all the way through it. Because um, it actually kind of gets pretty difficult. Um, but I'm obsessed with it. So every time I have like game nights now, I'm like, oh, so yeah, we're going to play that Harry Potter game, right? Um, <laughs> so is it um, like, is it really for people who are big fans? Or if you're not a big fan, you can still play it? If you're not a big fan, you can still play it. It's okay. just, it, it's more, they put a lot of thought into how they made it. Like even, so you can buy cards, which get you spells and items and things like that. And on the spell cards, like if it's like Alohomora, the picture will be the shape that you need to draw with the wand that they do like in the movie. Okay. So like if you're the like if you're a big Harry Potter nerd, you'll like realize that. But that's not necessary. You don't need that knowledge to play the game. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like it it was well thought out. If you're a big Harry Potter fan, you can appreciate it, but you don't. It's not a requirement to be a Harry Potter fan. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, Which is more fun, I think, if you're a Harry Potter fan. Yeah. Well, that's cool because I mean, I love um, I love cooperative board games. I I don't like I get board game um, anxiety because I've played enough board games with people who are bad sports that it makes me stressed. Um, so the co- see that's why cooperative is good yeah. because then nobody's going against each other. You're just all going for the common good. Exactly. Exactly. I have found a couple of friends who have, are, are really good at, at playing games and, and not becoming those people. And so I'm kind of getting over like childhood, you know, PTSD from, from board <laughs> games. But, um, but when I, when I get a chance to, and I hear of cooperative games, I'd much rather do that. I think it's a lot more fun. Yeah. And I, I don't get crazy over board games though. Occasionally I do if like somebody like totally breaks rules, mm-hmm. but, um, more with this game, I just get more excited. Like when, we, when we kill like some villains, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, we killed Lucius. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I just get real excited about it. So it's not like bad. It's just excitement. That, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. I just start yelling things. <laughs> But I'm like that while I play video games too. Like when I used to play Kingdom Hearts, I would just yell at the TV screen, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm I'm just passionate, okay? I'm just passionate. Well, we need more passionate people <laughs> in this world, so that's good. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and then we will come back for uh, a lot of information about the Nerd Out app and what's been going on with it for 81 episodes. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. So, are we ready to go to Balticon? Well, actually, that was last week. No, 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 no. Last week was the Potter Powwow. This week is Balticon. No, actually, it's a geeks who drink tonight at the Irish pub. You're dreaming, mate. That's tomorrow night. No, 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 no. What do you mean I'm dreaming? My memory's like a steel trap. Uh, yeah, a rusty one. Oh, you know, I told you. No, it's time. I said, this week. Guys, what? Why don't you just check out the Nerd Out app? What's the Nerd Out app? If you're looking to connect with local dungeon crawls, movie marathons, or trivia nights in your corner of the world, then you need the Nerd Out app. The Nerd Out app is your mobile planner for science fiction conventions, gaming events, film festivals, and even special museum exhibits geared for the geek in you. And if you want to catch the latest news on what's happening or coming soon to your current location, swing by nerdoutapp.com where we feature upcoming events, convention reviews, and more. And just like the blog, the Nerd Out app is free. Stay in the know on where to get your geek on with the Nerd Out app, available for iOS and Android. Comics. 
Hey everyone, this is Rob, your friendly neighborhood comic geek. And this is Liam, the, the languishing, lascivious Liam of Langley. Wow, that was extremely illiterate of you. Well, I try. We are the hosts of The Comic Box, part of the geek to geek podcast network. So, join us. Bop, bop. Oh, yeah. All right, and we're back. So, you've been doing a lot with Nerd Out. I mean, when we first talked, we were talking about the beginnings of the company and everything that was going on, but it's gone in all sorts of directions since then. All sorts. All sorts. You've, you've known me since I was a wee person with a tiny little <laughs> Um, Yeah, no. Um, yeah. You you were like one of the first people I even knew Nerd Out was on the on the, the market. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we've been expanding in different areas just because I wanted to kind of get more involved. I mean, like I said before, I, I really enjoy the community aspect best of Nerd Out. So, like I said, mm-hmm. with, with Nerd Out Squad, we kind of went into the community bit. Um, and then, you know, the top five guides, I just thought it'd be like an awesome newsletter. My friend Lisa actually had the idea for that. And I was like, this is great. Because when you have, you know, a few thousand events, on your calendar. Not everybody wants to dig through that. So it's a little bit of an easier way to get that information and see what are like, you know, the top five coolest events in your area. Um, plus the discounts and the giveaways that we've been doing, which are really awesome. Like we just closed one with uh, wizard world, um, just finished, I believe yesterday. Um, so yeah, just trying to get more involved in that. So, um, yeah. Now is, is working with these companies that do giveaways and stuff, is that is that a, a fun part of your job or just a stressful part of your job? Um, well, I've had Danielle, who works for me, actually take that over because um, it involves a bit of research. Because mm-hmm. what we do is we look at the, the events that are on the app and go, hey, what, what would our audience be really enjoying to go to? Mm-hmm. Um, and some, some companies just reach out. Like Wizard World was like, hey, we want to be on your calendar. Um, and I was like, well, would you also like to do a giveaway? Um, and they've been great. Um, I believe the guy that I've been working there with there is named Jerry. Um, he's been really wonderful to talk to, uh, and very easy to get a hold of. Um, so yeah, some of it's just through relationships that I've built and some, you know, Danielle will reach out to like the one that we have coming out, like Washington, Danielle reach up out to, um, so yeah, it just, it, it comes in different ways. Um, but it, I want to give the users more is why I do this. Mm-hmm. Um, during Comic-Con, we had, I think it was eight or nine giveaways and discounts um, for different events through Comic-Con, throughout, around Comic-Con, I mean, not at Comic-Con, but around Comic-Con, things like uh, Game of Thrones the Musical, and we did Rave of Thrones, which was um, uh, Christian, I think is how you say his name, who plays Hodor, it was DJing. Um, we also had, you know, just... Uh, this game masters event. So just different stuff and people loved it. Like, I, I mean, people were like all over that webpage, um, entering these giveaways. So I was like, well, clearly people love this. I mean, uh, as they say, people love free stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, so, um, I was like, well, why don't we do more of this? So just been doing that and it's, you know, responded really well and like, uh, we have the Guardians uh, of the Galaxy giveaway going on right now um, that Disney has uh, been wonderful enough to give us five Blu-ray combo packs to give away. And wow. then I have some, some group charms that go on your earbuds that I actually brought to brunch today and gave away a bunch of. Um, so, yeah, just working with different companies and just trying to give everybody more, you know. Uh, a lot of people like yourself have been with Nerd Out for over two years now. We actually had our anniversary this month. and um, just wanting to give you guys more because I feel like, you know, if you guys have been here and supported that long, I want to give you more. Congratulations on two years. I guess I, I didn't, I didn't put two and two together, but yeah, definitely. It's, it's around that time. Yeah, no, I, we had, we, I did super low key birthday this year. Um, last year we, you were at the party. Yeah. Um, and this year I just wanted to kind of keep it more low key and we did the wizard world giveaway, um, as kind of like our birthday celebration thing. Um, and then I just kind of went and that day that I had Harry Potter board game night, <laughs> kind of like my, my small, um, get together with a couple of friends, uh, Michaela and Chris, who both worked on the app. And then when I was in Florida, I actually visited Danielle, who's working for me right now. 
and uh, we ran around Walt Disney World together. So just, you know, uh, trying to hang out with people that have been uh, really wonderful about helping out. So that's so that's so great. How how many countries and uh, and cities are you in right now? Uh, God, last count, it was 77, but I think it's a little bit more right now. Um, so we have the U.S., uh, U.K., um, and Canada. Um, and we actually have more, but not enough there to like, like I have like, you know, I'll have occasionally one in China or Brazil or, um, I think we had one in Egypt for a little bit, but like, I want to have more than one event in a location before listing it. Right, right, right. Um, so we are expanding. Um, but I think we're going to kind of hold for a little bit and build up what we have because I feel like there's, I mean, with, with nearly all those locations across the U.S., basically, I want to kind of get more of an audience for those because mm-hmm. we, we just added like Alaska, um, this past week. We added, uh, Alabama, I believe as well. And Delaware, and I want to say it's one other state. Um, so yeah, I, I want to slowly add them in just to get people aware of like, hey, this is what we have, mm-hmm. um, rather than just kind of throwing everything at the wall. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So and and that, that's what I'm working on. <laughs> that's awesome. Now you're you are not just limiting it to. Um, to the the app and the calendar, but you are are exploring other business options with Nerd Out as well. Do you feel like talking about that a little bit? Sure, I, I will talk about Nerd Out Adventures because um, I love it very much. Um, so I, about a year ago, I had pitched a TV show as like a YouTube show to um, a production company. And it was basically uh, visiting nerdy locations. So my pilot episode was going to um, Torrance High School, which is famous for not only 90210, but it's um, uh, the high school in Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm-hmm. of Sunnydale High. And going to other um, Buffy-inspired locations and cut together like a little episode. Um, and it wound up not going anywhere. And then I had dinner with a friend, my friend Lisa McGill, who I adore. Uh, back in February, and she's actually the one that came up with the top five events guide idea. And she, I had told her about this pilot. I was like, yeah, I filmed this thing and it never went anywhere. You know, like I thought it was so cool and, you know, it just kind of up and died. And she was like, well, we can do this. And I was like, what do you mean we can do this? What are you talking about? And she was like, well, we can make this a travel company. So um, if you want to check it out, it's nerdoutadventures.com. And what we're doing right now is kind of, we're kind of in the, like the research phase. We're collecting emails and kind of giving people like a little questionnaire of what they'd like to see. Um, but the, the concept is basically, um, bringing people on nerdy adventures. So for instance, um, we'll probably have a Harry Potter one. So I'll kind of use that as an example. So, you know, we take people to England. And we not only go to Harry Potter filming locations like uh, Gloucester Cathedral, which stood in for Hogwarts for um, a lot of the scenes. Uh, we'll also do, like, activities. So, like, uh, for instance, if we were going to do a Game of Thrones one, maybe we'll do archery. Mm-hmm. Um, or if we're going to do a Lord of the Rings one, maybe we'll do horseback riding. Um, all kinds of like, activities associated with it. We're also going to encourage cosplay. So if you wanted to dress up as a Hogwarts student... Or, you know, um, if you want to dress up as Daenerys at the Game of Thrones one, you're welcome to. And it, it's really about going with a band of nerds to these really cool locations and activities and just getting a, a full experience um, that I don't, I haven't seen anywhere else. I mean, like, there, there's websites you can, you know, look up like, oh, you know, where was Hogwarts filmed? Like I said, Gloucester Cathedral. But, you know, we're going to be giving people the experience of you're going with a group of nerds who are, you know, dressing up and enjoying and we're going to have an awesome tour guide that's going to be really entertaining and giving you activities and it's just going to be an immersive experience like nothing else. That's really awesome because having having gone on this cruise, I have to say I had a wonderful time and I'm I don't I don't like complaining about it's like oh poor you you went on the cruise. But Matt and I are, you know, I'm pushing 40 and Matt's a little bit older than I am, and we dropped the average age of this cruise by considerable amounts. <laughs> like, the, the average age, I think, was dead. And 
<laughs> wow. Like it was, it was like we at one point went to the, the, one of the ladies at the front desk and we said, you know, is this typical for, um, for th- this particular cruise is, is this age demographic usually who goes on, on this? And she says, no. And she says, it's the ship because we were, we were on, um, the smallest ship of this particular cruise lines, um, fleet. And they said, you know, they like the small, familiar atmosphere. It's not overwhelming to them. But they were really, really old. And we were also, I'm pretty sure, the only gay passengers on this ship. And I think that the staff had a bet going as to whether we were married or brothers. Because (laughs) people started asking us. And it was kind of funny because they had a disco night. And my husband loves dancing and loves disco music. So we went to this disco night and we danced. And, and after that, like all these people kept coming up to us and talking to us about politics and, you know, validating our lifestyle choices. <laughs> and they were trying to be nice. It was like, I, I spent two weeks on a ship with people who I had absolutely nothing in common. And, and they were, um, like they were career, cruise people like they would sit and talk about oh i've done this many cruises oh which is your favorite oh like it was all just kind of comparing their cruise experiences and everything else and we had fun and we learned a lot because we would, we'd like to go on cruises in in the future but my, my whole point with this story is is the idea of going on a vacation like that with people that have similar interests as you or you you feel like you have common threads it makes traveling with them a lot more enjoyable because we had fun and we you know we hung out with Matt's parents because we were going for both our 5th anniversary and their 70th birthdays but you know after a while it's kind of like I'd like to see people my age that I can be like all excited about did you see the latest episode of you know Orphan Black you know what what did you think about it but you know there's just that didn't happen I'm not surprised about that age, though, because uh, all my aunts and uncles who are uh, 60 plus love going on cruises. <laughs> <laughs> um, my aunt recently was like, come on a cruise. And I wanted to be like, mm. <laughs> um, besides cruises are not my huge thing. Uh, I, I like running around and running into random things. Like I said, you know, I, I'm the person without my headphones on and right, London, right. just trying to run into something cool. And you're not going to exactly run into too much when you're stuck on a, you know, however long boat. Um, but I hear you. I totally hear you. And and that's part of why I wanted to make it so community-based and about the, the experience. Because we could just easily be, be like, ah, here's this place and, you know, here's this this building and, you know. But um, if, if we, I was going to do this, I wanted it to be the coolest trip. There's a picture I can actually send you um, that I, I always show people when I tell this, and unfortunately we only have audio, so I can't show <laughs> it to you right now. But um, this picture of um, this girl that I, I know on Facebook, and she went to one of the filming locations for Harry Potter, dressed as a Hogwarts student, with a broomstick, and, you know, did that the whole thing where you jump in the photo, and they snap the photo, and it looks like she's flying in front of this castle dressed as a Hogwarts in it, and it just looks so cool. That's awesome. And I was like, if I could give that to somebody else who's a big Harry Potter fan like I am and like this girl is, I think that would be amazing, you know? Um, and besides, it's going to look amazing. I mean, 12 Hogwarts students walking through these places. I mean, people are just going to be like, what is happening? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, like, it's going to be like Comic-Con on a small scale, you know, where people walk. Who I've been to Comic-Con and seen people who didn't know it was Comic-Con, and they're just like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys do this normally? <laughs> um I met a girl at the hostel I stayed at last year that didn't know it was Comic-Con. She was completely confused. <laughs> so um, I had to explain to her what was happening. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I just, I thought, I was like, I would love to go on a trip with, you know, a bunch of Hogwarts students. Cause I, I went to um, Stonehenge, I think two years ago and Stonehenge is cool by right. itself. Like let's, you know, just be honest. It's important for historical purposes, but on a separate level, I'm a big Doctor Who fan. So that is the Pandorica. (laughs) (laughs) And nobody else on this bus knew what the Pandorica was. So I just had to, like, nerd out myself. Uh uh (laughs) Like, on my own, which was, like, 
not as enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's like you know? if you go to these things and you don't have anybody to get excited about it, it with you, it, it, it brings you down a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, because you can't be like, oh my god, <laughs> like, like, and I. It, this was when Dub Smash was still popular, so I remember I did like Matt Smith's speech from the Pandorica into my phone, mm-hmm. and I just had people like looking at me like, what is happening? Um, but I wanted to do that, you know, like it was my little like geeky moment. I remember I got some Jelly Babies for the for the bus, I was like going full force Doctor Who into it, <laughs> but I had nobody who was like into that, and you know that sometimes that happens. It's fine, but. I want to give somebody a travel experience to, you know, a really cool place like England and bring their fandom into it. And, you know, hopefully they'll enjoy, you know, the 12 other people with them that love it as much as they do. Um, because that's just an awesome experience, you know? Yeah. Now, are you only looking internationally or are you going to do some, uh, are you looking to maybe do more, uh, U.S. events as well? Uh, we are actually going to plan a domestic one first as kind of, uh, our breaking into it. Um, and then, and then we have international plans as well. That's actually been my, my, my homework as of late is looking into where we would go. Um, what's the most interesting things to be doing? What's, you know, um, like I said, you know, Game of Thrones, you know, archery, a shore fighting or Lord of the Rings, horseback riding. What's other things we can also in- introduce because going from place to place to place is it's going to get a little monotonous at some point. So we got to break it up with activities and things like that. So like, for instance, I found some uh, wine place that overlooks one of the game of Thrones locations. And I was like, well, great. We can feed people, do a little wine tasting, but also still have that nerdy experience going on because you're overlooking this amazing location, you know, Um, things like that and trying to make it as interesting as possible for people. Um, so, um, but yeah, we've been looking into a domestic one. Uh, I pitched an idea to Lisa the other day and she was like, that sounds great. So I've been researching that. Um, and, uh, well, all right, I'll tell you, I don't, I, I don't quote me if the, the, we might, you know, change it up. But, um, uh, right now we're thinking about doing Hamilton. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause I just felt like it's such a, of the moment thing. It's something mm-hmm. people are really, really passionate about. I actually got to see Hamilton last week. Oh, nice. I got to see opening, opening night in Los Angeles by total fluke of my friend selling her tickets. But, um, uh, and like I said, Hamilton, you know, the, prior to the musical, you know, Hamilton is interesting. Uh, it's not just, you know, where it's like, oh, this is going to be around for five seconds and nobody's going to care. Right. History is still going to be important, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, We've, I've been I've been digging into that a bit, but yeah, like I said, don't quote me. That might not be the first one, but it's it's one that's in the mix of of possibilities. That's really cool. Now, are you open to um, suggestions and people kind of saying the kind of exciting ideas that they have, or is that something that you're like, uh, let us get our feet under our, ourselves first, and then then we'll start asking for um, for thoughts. Oh yeah, no, totally. I mean, uh, the newsletter that we have up there now, um, when you sign up for the newsletter, it automatically sends you a questionnaire and it, it's questions like that of like, what would you like to see? What are you, you know, interested in? And we give them kind of like a selection of possible fandoms we might do. Um, and to kind of get some feedback from people in what they'd be interested in. Um, so yeah, no, we're totally open to ideas. I mean, we, we've even been talking to, we talked to, uh, Hawaii caught a bit about maybe possibly doing something with them. So we're not, we're not closed off to anything. Um, but I, what I've been telling you is just kind of like what the, the current objective is. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. I think that's, like I said, I think it's a great idea because it, anytime, well, your, your whole thing has been bringing geeks together. Absolutely. And I, I think that's why I was so excited when I heard about your app because I was like, that's what I want to do too. Um, so, so the fact that you're now expanding that out onto bringing geeks together and letting them go on adventures with one another, I, I, I think that's just you're you're going far above and beyond the call of duty, my friend. <laughs> oh, I try, I try. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm just so excited about it. Every time I like tell somebody about it, I like I get jazzed about it. You know, um, I feel like if you're not doing at least one thing, you're excited about. You know, um, 
not everybody loves their job. Not everybody loves, you know, whatever it is they've got going on in their current situation. And I function on enjoying at least I kind of have something I'm happy about. Um, mm-hmm. and, and Nerd Out Adventures is definitely like my, my new baby, uh, that I'm super excited to bring into the world and kind of, you know, develop and share with everybody. Uh, much like Nerd Out was two years ago. Two years ago, I was, you know, like, oh my God, this is amazing. And it's still amazing, but it's like not my new baby anymore. Um, yeah. <laughs> got a new baby. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm super excited about it. And I feel like the one thing we need right now in the world is like people creating more of a community and hanging out with each other and being good to each other and hashtag nerd love. Um, so if I can help in any way and give people a cool experience, then by all means. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and more power to you. Cause I, I think it's exciting. It's something I get excited about. And, um, and the fun thing is, is that my husband again is a big traveler. He loves going to new places. He loves exploring and doing new things. And I told him about this. when We talked about it at, uh, at Comic-Con and, you know, that, that kind of, I think he kind of felt like, well, that's fun because I can go explore these new places with my husband and my husband can geek out about whatever's going on in that place. So, yeah, you know, and I, the think, great... go I ahead. think that's a good thing, a good thing to bring, you know, even, even people with different levels of geekiness together. Well, and like I said, like a lot of these places, things like, like, for example, the Pandora, the Pandora again, Stonehenge is still cool if you're not Doctor Who fan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if we brought him to a place like that, he can, you know, nerd out about, you know, the history about Stonehenge and you can nerd out about the fact that it's Pandorica. Like, yeah, exactly. there's two levels going on. And a lot of these places are like that. I mean, I, I've, I've done a lot of research on this and a lot of these places, you know, that Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter film at have been there for hundreds of years. Right. They had their own story long before the film crew showed up. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and of course, like those stories are going to are going to be part of of what we're giving to. We're not just going to be like, yeah, yeah, this is this is the Pandorica. And we're not like we're not going to talk about Stonehenge, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. like, like it's not going to be like, you know, because um, we, we understand like there's a lot of like my, my friend um, Lisa, she's married um, and she was talking about how like, you know, like people might be a couple or best friends and one might be into it more than the other or whatever. And we've got to give we got to. You know, it, obviously it, it's nerd adventures for a reason because it's mostly about nerdiness, but we got to give the other people something to do too. Like I said, the wine tasting or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that if you're not like, you know, freaking out over whatever, you know, f- you know, place, you still have other things you can enjoy about it. I mean, obviously, you know, any tour, you're not going to be a hundred percent in love with everything. You know, you got to like diversify it. You can't just do one thing. You can't just be like, ah, we got this one thing and this is what we're doing. No, you have to create diversity. You have to give different experiences. You know, you see a, you know, a cool castle and then you go do horseback riding and you, then you go, you know, you know, do whatever else. You gotta, you gotta give it a, a, a various things to do. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, when, when you're talking about breaking it up, I, that, that was one of my biggest complaints about some of the excursions we've been on is, oh my God, I've been in a coach all day. Like, you know, there's only so many more bus riders I had the tolerance for. And that just comes kind of comes with the territory of traveling. But if there's, you know, the, the days where, yeah, you were on the coach all day, but you made so many stops that it didn't feel like that. It broke it up a lot. That, that really helped. Yeah. And I, d- I did a tour like that in Ireland like four years ago where I was on a coach for like 12 hours and it was one of those little short buses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I got to cool see the the Cliffs of Moher, which is beautiful, and I got to see um I'm trying to remember what castle I saw. I saw some castle and um Bunratty Castle, there we go. But it was like 12 hours on a bus, mm-hmm. like in like each stop was maybe like 30 minutes, maybe an hour. You know, so like most of it was the bus, <laughs> which is not fun, you know, and sometimes, yeah, you have to like spend a few hours on a bus to get somewhere. Right. But what we're hoping to do is like, if we're going to spend, you know, some time on the bus, you, you we're going to spend some definite time off of it for a while, you know? Right. Um, the plan is to do something like, you know, like for instance, like a location and then maybe we'll take you to lunch at some nice place, you know, um, 
or, you know, like, a, for instance, there was actually a, a restaurant that they film a lot of Doctor Who in. That would be a place, you know, it's a nerdy location, but we're also going to get lunch there, you know, mm-hmm. and chill and sit down for an hour, not in a bus. <laughs> right. <laughs> or, you know, take you out and about, you know, uh, do a, a walking tour of, of downtown Cardiff where they film lots of Doctor Who and Torchwood or, you know, stuff to, to get you moving and not just feel like you're sitting trapped in a bus all day. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and when you are on the bus, you're on the bus with a bunch of people that you've got stuff in common with. So that makes it good, too. Like, I can imagine there's a lot of bus games that are um playable when everybody has, you know, and we're going to do Doctor Who trivia for these fun little nothing gifts because it's not about the gift, it's about the fun. Well, yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's that's why it's so important to me. I, I told Lisa, I was like, it's really important to me we find the the proper tour guide to go with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if that's going to be me at first or if we'll find somebody locally or, or whatnot, but... um. I didn't, I want somebody there that's going to engage as much as humanly possible, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, they have to be there supporting the group. They have to be there, um, adding something extra. They can't just be a warm body in case anything happens, you know, God forbid. Um, they have to be, you know, trying to make sure everybody's having a good time, you know? Uh, I, I recall that from my being my, uh, geek girl bunch officer days is like my job basically was there to be there as an officer is not only to plan the event, but also to like make sure everybody's mixing and mingling and having a good time and make sure there's nobody, you know, sitting in the corner by themselves and, and trying to, you know, develop relationships with these people. And that's what I, I hope we, we get across with whoever is the guide is, you know, somebody informed about the fandom, a, but also somebody who's a warm and welcoming person. That's so awesome. Very cool. Everybody listening, go to nerdoutadventures.com. Sign up. I was doing that while we were podcasting, so I will get good, my question good here. Yes, I'm very <laughs> excited. And, uh, and thank you, Michelle, for uh, just, uh, well, again, for sharing all of this with us, but for, for really kind of doing what Geekitude was originally intended to do, which is bring people together through their geekiness so well thank you yay awesome any shout outs as we start to wrap up for the day oh um probably emily my social media lady um because she's amazing and her company is called imperial digital marketing i believe um she's not gonna be happy (laughs) i'm gonna be really (laughs) upset if i get this wrong um uh i believe it is um, and while I'm making sure that it is Imperial Digital Marketing, though I'm pretty sure it is, um, I probably shout out to um, Lisa again for putting up with my crazy ass ideas of putting together, uh, you know, nerdy travel, and uh, Danielle, who's been working with me on the app. Um, she's she was actually originally part of the volunteer group that uh, helps submit events. Uh, she had been submitting events nearly every day for God knows how long. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, she's, she's amazing. Um, and that was all volunteer at the time. And then I was like, you know what? You're awesome. Let's, let, let me bring you on board. Um, it is Imperial Digital Marketing. See, I was right. Um, uh, but yeah, Danielle was just super great. And I was like, how about you come on board and, and help me, you know, uh, even more. And, um, and she's done great. And now she's kind of like our, our marketing person who's reaching out to companies and, you know, doing the, uh, giveaways and the discounts and advertising and such like that. So she's been a huge help. Awesome. Very cool. I'm going to do a quick shout out again. You know, my, my political podcast is State of the Geek. So if you want to hear about all of my frustrations and anger over the last week and all its craziness, um, Kelly and I will be doing a State of the Geek. I think it should be coming out at the normal time, which is the last Wednesday of the month. But uh, I want to shout out to our friends Ray Vargas and Kenny Rotter because uh, they have been keeping me sane on Facebook, which is a, a very important thing to do because otherwise I would just shut myself off from all social media completely. Um, so that's it. Next week we're going to be talking about the first half of Defenders with Rob from the Comic Box. He currently has an episode, I believe, up uh, that kind of previews the Defenders for 
uh, for you. So he's going to kind of give you a background of what we all thought was going to happen uh, going into this based on, you know, press releases and the comic character stories going into it. And he may even have something about what the Avengers are actually in comic books, which is completely different than what it is in um, in the the Netflix world. But that's, I believe, up right now. And then next week we'll talk about the first four episodes. And since when we covered Iron Fist, people were like, I can't marathon this many episodes of a Netflix show this quickly. The the following week, I believe, we'll be recording an episode of The Comic Box where we will finish the last four episodes. So you don't have to have it all done by next week. That's the plan. All the music in this episode is by Ben Sound and is being used under Creative Commons license. You can find more music by Ben Sound at bensound.com. Geektitude is a proud member of the geek to geek Network. Check out other geek to geek shows such as the geek to geek Podcast, Video Game News Now, Geek Fitness Health Hacks, and The Comic Box. And make sure to join our Reddit community at reddit.com forward slash r forward slash geek to geek cast you can currently find us at geektitude.com as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and most other podcatchers out there. Please leave us a review and spread the word. If you'd like to contact me, you can send me an email at joehogan at geektitude.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at geektitude or me personally at Epic Grays. And Michelle, where can we find you? Hey everyone, this is Joe. It was at this point in the recording process that Michelle had problems with her side of the internet. And unfortunately, even though we finished out the episode, Zencaster stopped recording her part of it. So instead of you guys listening to my half of the conversation and nothing with Elle, I figured I'd give her your information before we closed out. Uh, you can find her at nerdoutapp.com. Her new endeavor is the Nerd Out Adventures, and you can go to nerdoutadventures.com. She's also on Twitter as your friend Elle. And you can also find her at Nerd Out App on Twitter. So we did thank Michelle for coming on the show. She's a wonderful friend of the podcast and a friend in real life. And hopefully we will get her on and it won't take us another 80 episodes to do so. (laughs) But anyway, we really did enjoy talking to her this week. And for all of you out there listening, remember this week... Keep it geek.